6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right. Uh, Chris Brentlinger Grant, the lead producer of this show, joining me this afternoon. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jay. How's it going today? <laughs> it's been a day, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, to simulate that we haven't been talking all day long, right? A little peek behind the curtain, but it's nice to talk to you. It is nice to talk to you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a day. Tech issues uh, at the old home office, <laughs> but we're figuring them out this afternoon. But we wanted to talk a little bit because uh, we we'd heard this interview that. Ben O'Hare Byrne did earlier this week on a little more conversation with Janice Thiessen. She is a, she's a professor of history at the University of Winnipeg, and she wrote a book called Snacks, which outlines some of the the background and the history of some great Canadian snacks. And we thought that could be a, a really fun conversation about the ones that you love the most. Are you a Thrills Gum fan, Chris? I'm not. I've been offered thrills a handful of times, and I've gladly accepted them. But no, I, I haven't purchased thrills on my own volition. No, and it's. I find it amazing that that uh, you can still buy them, and that people like our very own Randy Kilburn, because he has a pack every day. Like he he loves those things. That's my only source of thrills gum ever is Randy Kilburn. He is the connection for that. I think four or five times. Like, do you want a thrill? I'm like, yep, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I don't think about them any other time. It's it's an interesting interesting flavor. Yeah, no, it well, it tastes like soap, right? I mean, those things have been around <laughs> forever and a day, and I think it's one of those ones. It's like cilantro; either you love it or you hate oh, it. Yeah. And I'm on a, uh, I'm a, on a no thank you cilantro ever. It tastes like soap to me. So um, then turning around and eating thrills gum is not going to uh, blow up my skirt in, in at all. But when you talk about some of these these great Canadian snacks, I found. Uh, I found a list. Uh, Kinder Surprise eggs. Did you know that they were Canadian? No, I didn't. Yeah, well, apparently, according to this list, Kinder Surprise eggs were uh, um, are, are quite are, are quite uh, you know popular. They're a Canadian thing. Uh, crispy Crunch bars. I did. Yes, those are a piece of Canadiana, apparently because all of the jealous American trick-or-treaters that I talked with when I was uh, growing up, and they asked, what is, your, what is your favorite candy? And it used to be Krispy Crunch bars, and they had no idea what that was. Mm-hmm. Well, because in the States, they have Butterfinger, which is kind of similar, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Krispy Crunch is on that list. Um, Ruffles all-dressed chips, like all-dressed chips. I, I, can, can you even get all-dressed chips in the States? No. No, that's no. one of the jokes about Buffalo is that all of the Leafs fans who'd cross the border to go see their team play for a little less money, I don't want to go because you can't even get all-dressed chips. All right, you know what? Uh, talking about those favorite Canadian snacks this afternoon, Douglas is on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Douglas. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing this Friday afternoon? Oh, good. It's fairly nice weather. We can handle this, right? Yeah, absolutely. And hey, you know, it's, it's uh, after five o'clock and it's still uh, light out. So that's pretty cool. So what's your favorite Canadian snack? Well, I like everything, actually. But this, I'm just calling because I, I I go to those in the past that we go to those electronic shows down in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, I met this one guy and uh, he's telling me all these great things he likes to eat, but he can't get them. So I'd bring him the next three <laughs> years. I would meet him down there and I'd go down in the airport, the guy was wondering what I was on, but I had a big box of ketchup <laughs> chips, bag of lots of Smarties, and lots of Mr. Big 
Yes, ketchup chips, so popular, right? Um, and I think that's another one that you either love them or hate them. So you would just take them all down. And what did would he get you anything special from the, well, I guess you just go and buy it if you're down there, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, that's something I go, you kidding? You can't get these there. I was surprised the first time I heard that, but he, he wanted Smarties and Mr. Big as well. And I said, sure, I brought him all that stuff. Mr. Big, ketchup chips and Smarties. That sounds like a great Friday night. I'm going to have to go to the store after this. Thanks, <laughs> Douglas. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, so we talk about those Ruffles uh, all-dress chips, but... Yeah, ketchup chips, definitely on that list as well, uh, CBG. Um, it was interesting because uh, this Janice Thiesen, she said that ketchup chips were, you know, kind of, you know, just up there for her. But one of the ones that kind of constantly makes one of the top lists is those Hawkins cheesies, right? Mm-hmm. And she talked about Hawkins cheesies, Chris, uh, during uh, that interview, and she gave a little bit of history of it. And I just always knew that Hawkins cheesies was in the town that I, I lived in. So when we went out for Halloween, we always got a ton of Hawkins cheesies, but still a favorite. But there's quite the history behind this company. Take a listen. It has this uh, really weird origin as a major snack producer in Chicago. But the fellow who owned the company, uh, W.T. Hawkins, um, uh, burned through a couple of marriages, uh, lost a lot of money that way, possibly may have had some involvement with the mob. Uh, and so the company deteriorated. Uh, that just disappeared until it, 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 it now exists only as uh, this one branch plant. Um, out in, uh, you know, just south of Toronto and uh, makes, as you say, just a single product in a single flavor. He used to make potato chips. He used to be known for popcorn. In fact, you know, the guy who started the company was known as the popcorn king in the United States. But all that is no more. Nope. The popcorn king at one point and used to make chips as well, but no, they just do cheesies, hawking cheesies. Um, the, the, the former station manager... Um, way back when, general man manager, of course, he loved Hawkins cheesies as well. That's why they are in the um, in the in the machine in the kitchen Is downstairs right? in the office. I was wondering uh, who put those there. It's like a cult <laughs> following. Either you absolutely love them and you buy them every single day, or you don't touch them, like myself. No, he would. Uh, he wanted them in there, so but he would only ever eat ten of them. He would count <laughs> them out because otherwise you eat like a whole bag. Oh. He would count out ten, and that was it. And uh, and and I always laughed when I saw that. Someone once told me that um, Hawkins cheesies, they're better if you freeze them first, or you put them in the um, in the fridge to make them nice and cold. Oh. Okay, is that yeah. is that to make sure that you don't get like the powder everywhere, or just no, because no, they but... harden a little bit and then they're they're a little bit maybe maybe like a Twix bar, kind of like a little no. a little more crunchy. No, I, I don't know if they can get any crunchier in the orange. The neon orange continues to um, to stick to everything, but I think it just it, it does something maybe to the flavor. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but so that was kind of a bit of the history of. Um, of Hawkins Cheesies. Also on this list of those great Canadian snacks. So I mentioned Thrills Gum. We mentioned, um, you know, the uh, the Crispy Crunch, Ruffles All Dressed Chips. But what about Dare Maple Leaf Cookies? Do you remember them? Not really. No? Not really, oh. no. I, I can't say that we were a big snack family growing up. I don't think I've ever come across these. No, did they did they taste like like syrup? Maple. 
No, like maple. They taste, taste like maple. They're in the shape of a maple leaf. Oh. And they taste like ma- like maple. Yeah. And I can I can I can remember having them as a kid going, yeah, I'm not really sure, but talking about them right now with a cup of coffee, they'd be fantastic. Okay, so I'm gonna have to get them. I'll have to find some for you, and then uh, you can try them out. <laughs> and. Uh, Hickory sticks. We talked about hickory sticks and about um, how uh, those were the actual um, the they were created by Hostess, which was, by the way, the best-selling chip brand in the 80s and 90s. I the hickory I, sticks are a popular one. Yeah, I really like hickory sticks. Whenever I feel like eating eating 12,000 of something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and try not try to get them all in your mouth at one point without them dropping down your shirt, right? <laughs> oh, just a little snack for later. Here you go, coach. All right. And uh Joe Louis snack cakes. Oh, remember those? So big. Right? That was so good though. Those are so good. Uh, by the Vachon Company. Two red velvet cake rounds filled with creamy icing covered with milk chocolate. Uh Pack lunch for the better. They were in lunches for over, what, 75 years. They say uh, the Vachon Company is one of Canada's most coveted snack cake and Canada's answer to America's snack cakes company, Hostess. So there you go. So it's Jay Lynn and Chris Bruntlinger Grant, uh, the lead producer of this show. And we were talking um, a little bit about uh, some of the, the history of famous Canadian snacks. We mentioned uh, the Joe, Joe Louis cakes. We talked about um, the hickory sticks, uh, crispy crunches, Ruffles all dressed chips. And chips really a chips really really a big one when we get talking about um you know your favorite things you know the the ketchup chips the old dress chips very canadian old dutch potato chips has quite the history uh here in this country um i mean it's got an interesting background let's take a, a listen Carl Marx is the founder of Old Dutch Potato Chips there in uh, Minnesota. Uh, Carl with a C, not the famous Carl with a K. And he was not Dutch. He just wanted a name of a, you know, a a nice ethnic stereotype, I guess, that would conjure up images of cleanliness. And so that's what he he chose. And the company then got bought out by the Anderson family, who are the current owners. Uh, There were Winnipeggers who were driving down to uh, Minnesota to buy these chips and bring them back to Winnipeg for friends and folks and eventually they started importing them and at some point they just couldn't keep up with demand so Old Dutch built a factory in Winnipeg and kind of spread through Western Canada as a result. But the reason you haven't, you didn't have them growing up in Quebec is that, uh, you know, they were kind of shut out of the Eastern market uh, by Lays who, um, you know, when at one point Old Dutch attempted to to break into the Ontario market and uh, Lay's came and flooded the market with extremely cheap chips and basically struck deals with grocers saying, you know, you can carry ours and we'll give you so much more uh, for this period of time, but you got to promise not to carry Old Dutch. And so Old Dutch couldn't, simply couldn't afford to compete with that and so backed out. It was only when um, Hostess was dying uh, and uh, Humpty Dumpty out in the east, and uh, the owners of Humpty Dumpty asked Old Dutch to, to buy them out rather than them just go bankrupt, that uh, you had Old Dutch getting factories out in eastern Canada. So it's, uh, it's a trick with an American history, but uh, a strong history in, in Canada as well. 
That is Janice Thiessen, the uh, author of Snacks, a Canadian Food History. Maybe it's already uh, been some quitting time for you and you're already home, kicking back with your favorite snack, maybe some Hawkins cheesies, maybe some uh, ketchup chips, maybe a crispy crunch, whatever it is, you know, that's a Canadian snack. We've been talking about that, your favorite Canadian snacks. Uh, thanks to Janice Thiessen, who is... Uh, professor of, Hun of History at the University of Winnipeg, and she did a book called Snacks, A Canadian Food History. She joined Ben O'Hare Byrne earlier this week on a little more conversation uh, on the evenings here on the Chorus Radio Network, and she got into some of the history. We, we, we shared some of that with you a little bit earlier about old Dutch potato chips and Hawkins cheesies and asking you this afternoon about those favorite Canadian snacks of yours. And Chris Brentlinger Grant joining me from 630 Ched uh, Studios this afternoon. And boy, oh boy, lots of people weighing in this afternoon, CBG. Tons of people weighing in. And I have to tell you, a half dozen or so submissions so far for Cuban lunch chocolate bars. <laughs> Now, do you know what a Cuban lunch is? I do, but only because of our <laughs> mutual very good friend, Linda Steele, introduced me to them. <laughs> I had no idea what they were when I was in Vancouver, and coming out here, I have an appreciation for them. It tasted amazing at the time, and every once in a while, you know, that might just sneak into my basket. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the Cuban lunch is in Alberta. It's an Alberta it chart, an Alberta treat, and uh, or a couple of years ago, a woman just out was it Camrose, I think, uh, or Vagraville right. uh, was yeah was working on the recipe again and uh, was selling them again. Hugely popular. Had never heard of them before until a couple of years ago. But yeah, Cuban lunch front and center on the text line this afternoon. Going to have to try one of those again. If I remember, they're pretty sweet, right? They're pretty sweet, and, and they're a little dense as well. Yeah, um, that's pretty much everything that I want in a chocolate bar, right? Like, probably the sweeter, yeah. the better for me when it comes to <laughs> those bite-sized portions. You know, I, I'm not really a big dark chocolate fan, so no, really no, no. just pour no. a whole bunch of sugar in there, make it a nice <laughs> rectangle and something you can eat in two or three bites, and I'm absolutely happy. I love this. Bam had texted in earlier when we were talking about cheesies and maple cookies, and Bam says, CBG doesn't do cheesies or maple cookies. He's got to hand in his Canada card. <laughs> <laughs> I do love all-dressed chips, though. That is one okay. thing. It, it's, like, it's like chaos, right? You throw all the flavors in there, and it just works. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I am a big fan of all-dressed chips. If you have a Mount Rushmore oh, yeah. chips, I will put all-dressed up there. Okay, very good. Uh, Jerry says, hey, JL, as a kid growing up, I couldn't resist these jelly fruit candies, Cavalier fruit candy, I think they're called. And I remember them. I don't know if they're Canadian, but um, okay, I'll take your word for it. And I like that. Um, B says, Smarties, Spitz, Sunflower Seeds, and Coffee Crisp. Those are, are his top three this afternoon. Uh, Daryl says, Kinder, uh, the Kinder things again um and this one says jay my favorite canadian snack would be old dutch barbecue chips they are the bomb are you a barbecue chip fan i am i are am you? it's it's difficult to find a barbecue chip that i don't like you know even the no-name brand stuff that you can get like a huge uh. bag for one dollar even at the dollar store i i love barbecue chips they are my second favorite chip which of course opens up the question chris what is your favorite chip S Miss Vicky's sweet chili and sour cream. Oh, that sweet chili and sour cream, the really? Best. It's the Miss Vicky's in the blue package. 
and there's no quantity of those things that will survive like during a hockey game you could give me five bags and they'd all be gone they're so good so when i was growing i was a kid i remembered ruffled salt and vinegar chips and when i moved out here I, yeah, when I moved out here, I couldn't find them anywhere. And I can remember when I met my husband and married, he was like, no, we've never seen those before. Never, There's never been ruffled salt and vinegar chips. I'm like, yeah, there absolutely has been. <laughs> and Lay's has them. You know, for the last couple of years, we've been buying them again. But here's the thing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a chip and dip kind of gal, mm. right? Like if it's all dressed, if it's um, salt and vinegar or cheese chips, a good onion dip with those will 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 set me on on a good path for the evening okay right there okay yeah uh-huh. I, I respect that i'm not really someone who ever got into the dips but are you the person who's been keeping the salt and ch- salt and vinegar chips in business for all these years probably i cannot stand them they hurt my mouth really? and i'm I'm not soft everybody on the text line they're just not for me right like i they're so intense it's like it opens up my sinuses it's not enjoyable i love chips i really really enjoy the textures and that's fun but like any other flavor i'll do dill pickle but not salt and vinegar it, it, it hurts my brain it's so visceral well, it's odd the salt and vinegar, you wake up the next morning and your mouth is peeling, right? Yes. It's, it sucks all the, I think, yes. all the, uh, the moisture out of that. Have you tried the spicy dill pickle chips? No, I haven't, but I'm sure I'd love them. If you like dill pickle and you like a little bit of spice, you might really like the spicy dill pickle chips. Yeah, it They're sounds pretty amazing. Good. It sounds amazing. They're pretty good. All right, so Cuban lunches, all-dressed chips, um, and it, ketchup chips are just which are still just a strangely odd canadian thing <laughs> they're so right? sweet though it's like it's like they were dipped in a big bat of ketchup and then covered in sugar to me i like them there's nothing wrong with that flavor but it, it's a really interesting piece of canadiana it's strange since you know heinz is one of the biggest if not the biggest yeah. creators of ketchup and that's a, a pittsburgh Leamington. thing it's interesting yeah. that you know it, it never kind of took hold in the states but i guess focus groups tell you all you need to know yeah yeah you know it's it's funny because we our our chip bin our chip uh cupboard right now at the house is um it's obnoxious right like it's coming off of christmas like there was we we were stockpiling and coach brought home a bag of salt and vinegar chip not salt and vinegar uh, sour cream and onion chips and i actually these words came out of my mouth the other night when i tried it when i had one i'm like you know i don't like these very often but every once in a while you grab a couple and go huh those are pretty damn good (laughs) they are i completely agree All right, my friend, have a fantastic weekend. You guys keep your texts coming at 780-496-0063. We've put a whole bunch of ideas for those Canadian, those great Canadiana snacks in your brain. Hawkins Cheesies, Macintosh Toffee, Crispy Crunch, all-dressed chips. Go get them. Have some fun.